Hey guys, I'm Mujida and welcome to the Me as a Mom podcast. I'm a first time mom. I had my baby in March 2021 and I started this podcast to document my journey as an individual who became a mother. That evolvement, that growth, that process, I wanted to document it and share it with as many people as possible because why not? This journey is quite lonely and to be honest, every one of us could use a little bit of pick me up from time to time and that's what i'm really hoping this podcast does for you somewhere you can come learn share connect and really just get that feeling of i'm doing well i'm doing the best that i can and i'm going to keep doing the best for myself and my baby or baby so make sure you share this with someone who might just want to hear it and happy listening hi guys welcome to another episode of me as a mom this is episode three and i would be going over the period post delivery until up to a few months and we'll see how much i can cover in the next 20 25 minutes or thereabout um i hope you guys have been good and i hope um you know the last two episodes have been uh you know you found some benefit from it or you've learned something or you know whatever it is you've shared with someone who you think might find some benefit and if you haven't please make sure you do so um like i said before now um i am open to speaking with other people so i am very very happy to bring on someone else to speak to them about their experience their process and you know their own journey to becoming a mom and you know everything that happened afterwards um yeah so that's that and also at the same time i've gotten some feedback on the last two episodes thank you guys so much for listening it really really means a whole lot to me and the feedback is much much appreciated so please keep them coming continue to share the podcast with other people and continue to let me know what you think of it and you know rate review share and yeah just let me know what you think guys awesome so um i hope you've been good though so uh normally i would pre-record episodes for say like this friday i would have recorded it and uploaded it since like last week but this week is not like that i've just been having some kind of bass boost weeks but uh, i'm managing to do this ahead of tomorrow when it will be released but whenever you're listening to this i this probably doesn't matter but yeah um it's, it's just been quite a busy week for me and you know i'm glad i'm able to do this though this is something i really really want to see through and i plan to continue to do that for as long as possible so you guys who listen thank you so much for doing that and you're the reason i am still here i mean you're not the only reason but you are a major part of it but at the same time too i want this to be here regardless of whenever someone listens two years from now five years from now really whenever it is so um that's that about that uh let's move on to today's episode so i, I rounded up the last episode with um you know the birthing process how i felt afterwards and things like that um i want to keep today's episode a bit light and try not to go too intense into a lot of things but i'll do my best to be honest with you guys about how i felt and what i experienced and what the whole thing really meant for me so um the first week after giving birth was a bit chaotic 
so to speak. I mean, I mean, I had to stay in the hospital for like a couple of days, and even that had its perks. I'm not going to lie to you; those things, the painkillers they pumped me up with after I had my baby, was just the bomb. Like I felt almost nothing, like almost almost nothing. Oh my gosh! But I think the only time I did feel something was when I had to take drugs in order to help my uterus contract back. So that's a thing, you know. It's expanded because of the baby, so now it has to shrink back to its normal size. And that that experience of contraction post baby was quite traumatic for me. To be honest, it strongly felt like PTSD because <laughs> it's like more. I just went through this, and I'm really hoping to not go through it ever again, or at least not anytime soon. And here I am feeling contractions again. And um, actually, I remember crying on my husband's heart, like, hey, sorry, 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 that kind of thing. It was, it was, it was, it was less pain and more like I was remembering the whole contraction process before I had my baby. And it felt like I was back there again. And that was just very, very scary for me. It was less about the pain and more about the experience and what I was feeling at that point. So I think was, that was like the, the not the not so good part. Um, yeah, I told you guys about like, uh, you know, having to breastfeed afterwards and like it took a bit and things like that. Um, and my mom coming around and all of that. So anyways, fast forward to, you know, when we came back home. So, uh, there was a bit of drama, which is kind of like inevitable especially when you have a lot of people around but i tried my best to you know do what i could to help really but there was there wasn't so much i could do and i wasn't i honestly wasn't feeling so great in that period myself i think coming off all the drugs and i I was i'd say like for that week i was potentially sad not just because of the baby or the process of what i just went through i had other things going on that really just made me very very sad in that period but you know yeah i I, i'd say like (laughs) i'm pretty sure some of it was like coming off the whole high of just giving birth and things like that so yeah um i think basically basically that week for me was learning to meet this person i just give birth to and i told you i don't know if i told you guys last episode but i was like i I mean i didn't feel like oh my god it's my baby i love her so much blah 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 i didn't feel all of that immediately and it took it took a while it took a bit during that week for me to feel it i wouldn't say i felt it felt it until like some days afterwards so i remember i remember me lying down with her one night we were in the room it was just me and her everyone else was downstairs and i think for some reason she wouldn't latch to breastfeed and i remember i was crying saying that i have messed everything almost everything else up and i can mess this up too like i was talking about my responsibility to feed her like I mean, it's the least I can do, and why wouldn't she? It wasn't like, why wouldn't you let me do it? It was more like, I have to be able to do this. Like, I have to be able to feed you. It's the very, very least I can do, and I can't be failing at that, too. 
I'm thinking back now, and I think, uh, man, I wouldn't say I wasn't being dramatic because right then, that moment, it didn't feel like I was being dramatic. I'd say I was feeling desperate to to perform my duties, to to like to fulfill my duties towards her, basically. And you know, babies are babies, you know, like. Sometimes they do what they're supposed to do, sometimes they don't, and sometimes they're just in a world of their own. But, you know, all of the reasoning, all of the learning, everything I thought I knew about the whole process just flew out the window. And there and there, I was just a desperate mom who was really, really praying that her daughter would eat. I mean, yeah, so so there was that. And thankfully, I think this part is really, really huge for me. So all the time I was pregnant, I remember praying to Allah, Ya Allah, I want a baby that sleeps through the night. I want a baby that is gentle, that won't stress me. You know, I prayed for, I had some very, very specifics in my prayer, all through my pregnancy. And Alhamdulillah, he kind of, he, he granted that prayer in the way he thought was best. So um, my baby didn't sleep through the night. She did wake up to feed, but that was it. You know, she wakes up, she eats, and she goes back to sleep, and that's it. So I didn't have to worry about like staying up with her crying or her not sleeping through, the, her not sleeping or just staying awake and playing. And no, I did not experience any of that, which was really, really good for me and the mental space I was in at that time. Because I can't imagine not being able to sleep at all. I mean, I I wasn't sleeping too soundly, but at least I was getting some level of sleep. So I can't imagine not being able to sleep at all through everything that was going on there and the way that I was. And I'd say the way that I was at that point was, I was, I felt very helpless. I felt quite hopeless and I was sad. And it was, it was very, very, um, I mean, I I couldn't I couldn't really share any of this with anyone because I mean my parents my mom was quite focused on my baby I mean she was focused on me too in some ways but you know it's it's really not the same thing you know and I didn't want anyone to worry and to be honest I just had a baby I'm supposed to be cheerful and happy and all of that nobody said they expected any of that from me but it just felt like oh yeah that's that's how I'm supposed to be or at least that's how I'm so when I'm with people I just try to focus my energy on you know oh yeah the baby she's doing fine blah 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 how are you yeah i'm recovering blah 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 and when i was alone it was just oh what the hell what am i doing wrong (laughs) am i ever going to get this right it was it was it was quite chaotic to be honest it was quite chaotic um at least in my head it was it was chaotic in my head but um thankfully the the day of the the baby's naming ceremony so muslims we do a naming ceremony on like seventh day or the eighth day so you can do either but we decided to do ours on the eighth because it kind of just worked for everyone so we did we did the naming ceremony that day and i remember that morning it was so good to have family around it was so good to be i mean i well, i did have family but you know aunties and like people i've not seen in a while and like you know my husband's family too his siblings his like it was just it was really really good to be around people I could feed off their vibe, you know, everyone was happy, you know, this baby, they came, so I, I, I was, I was like a parasite, I was leeching off all of the vibes that day, and I, I feel eternally grateful to my family that 
all they brought that day was good vibes because I was I was feeling of their energy like I desperately needed like I desperately needed it because I needed to be away from my head I needed to be away from the way I was feeling and although I had resolved some of the issues I had going on then but you know it felt like I was just recovering mentally in a way and all of that vibe was just really what I needed to kind of like keep me going on that recovery path so it was so good to see family so good to see everyone and you know um (laughs) so interestingly guys interestingly when i did my baby shopping i didn't really do a lot of shopping for clothes to be honest and thankfully my mom took it upon herself to just go ahead and buy and buy and buy and i'm glad she did but where am i going with this so on the day of the naming i wasn't entirely sure what to wear for the baby but there were so many clothes gifts and all and i just picked one and i wore it for her and she looked so tiny in this dress and like it, it was I, I thought it was funny I honestly thought it was funny it didn't look so cute more like it looked hilarious and less of cute but I don't know how to say it but anyway <laughs> oh man anyways yeah so so that was like a, a highlight for me that day just seeing how in those tiny clothes that I found quite funny so like um yeah I had to wear the beads and you know there was the initial dressing up for her in the morning and then you know everyone got busy with preparing for the ceremony so it was just me and her and then I had to get her ready for the actual ceremony starting itself so changing to her clothes and things like christening clothes and things like that so like once I did that I think that was the first that was the first time of me experiencing what it was like to have to, I wouldn't say it was the first time, but I'd say it was the first time I was conscious about it. So I'll tell you what happened. Like, you know, I had to get ready too, but I, I couldn't start getting ready until she was ready. And because everyone was so busy, there wasn't really anyone to assist. So like the clock was running down, we were running late and it looked like everybody was ready except you know i dressed up for her like she was ready and even i wasn't ready and it was it was like oh okay 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 because it it was so hilarious it was like as soon as i finished getting her ready everyone like so many people just tripped into the room who could have helped me get her ready you know but it was like so many people just tripped into the room and suddenly everyone is there everyone is dressed and i'm the only one who's not dressed and i have to start rushing and you know rushing to dress up and everything and i was like oh my god oh my god i'm late i'm late i'm late i'm late so if you're a mom you know you do we do have this thing sometimes when you know your baby is ready you know they're all dressed they're all ready to go and you still look like shit and you still look like you know <laughs> I think it was my first time of consciously experiencing that and I didn't realize it until now that I'm talking about it and I I just find it I find it very interesting because despite everything that was going on then it just felt like the right thing to do I know they always talk about intuition and stuff like that so I mean to be honest if you break it down I could have started getting her ready earlier I could have started doing so many things but you know that I wasn't sure is it too early to start dressing up is it too late should I wait are they delaying like what's going on I have no idea and I didn't really want to go out because it was just me and her in the room and I didn't want to leave her alone like I could go on and on and on and on but the end result was that my baby was ready and good to go in time and I was still in like 
you know, old clothes and things like that, you know, and already showered and stuff like that, but like I hadn't changed into what I needed to wear for the ceremony. But anyways, I did that. I got ready and things like that. And then they started the whole ceremony and I would say it felt, it felt the word, the first word that came to my head was magical, but magical is not the right word. To be honest, it felt, I was in awe, so to speak. I was in awe. Like, I am the person who gave birth to this baby that they are doing the ceremony for. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure why it felt that way, to be honest. I don't know if some this is something anyone else has experienced, but if it felt like, oh, interesting. I'm the mom. And, you know, it's a naming, I don't know how it is for other people, but that day I wasn't the main guest. My daughter was like the main highlight of the day, which is which is just natural. So I was more like a bystander and I was taking videos and like pictures and like, you know, things like that, the whole money part and things like that. But like, it was, it was just, I was a bystander and it was just, oh wow, my daughter is the highlight. I'm the mom of the person. So I don't know if that's what parent pride feels like, you know, when your child, you know, comes home with like first position and everybody's honoring them. I don't know if, I don't know if that's what that was, but it just felt so surreal to me i think that's the word i was looking for surreal and like uh, yeah yeah it was it was just quite interesting and of course family again they made the whole thing so lively and all of that i think my folks my family side came with so many names and like they just kept names upon names (laughs) so many names for her and um you know like my, my husband's side so we just have very few names and i start to feel bad like oh my god we've taken up all today <laughs> but that's just an enlightened note i think it's a thing about my my yoruba tribe like the my i'm an ijebu person and i think that's just how we tend to do things like that because even me as a mom i have I remember they keep telling me my name in ceremony. I had so many names, like so many names. They lost count of what was my name and what is not my name. So if there's a Yoruba name, you know, somebody probably tried to name me that on my, on my name in ceremony. So, yeah. Um, I'd say the, the, the parts that kind of was weird for me that day, though, was, you know, after the ceremony, I wanted to, we had friends around, I mean, of course there was family and we had some of our friends around and I wanted to be able to just sit and hang and talk with everyone. So it was a few things to be honest. So on my naming ceremony, um, I, I didn't get to where left to me, I would have just worn something really simple and something a lot i i honestly i i i think maybe the dress i chose was too okay so honestly i was someone else had theirs not long after i did and i saw the dress she wore and i was like wait why didn't i think of wearing something like that so i ended up wearing this lacy iro amboba so this is like a top and a wrapper for traditional wear and um my hijab so i looked very much like a mother that day and i felt weird looking that way in front of my friends because it's like oh yeah i'm the mom now and i'm definitely the first mom of our friend group you know 
I'm definitely the first one. My husband and I are the first parents. So I felt very, very weird and very, very out of place wearing something like that. Maybe I'd felt I'd have felt more more comfortable in something that was more me, like the way I dressed normally. But everything I had that I could wear was either not good enough for the occasion or was not practical enough considering I might need to go breastfeed. So that was what it came down to. And I, I didn't feel very happy. I didn't feel very good about myself in that moment because it was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm the mom now. I'm the odd one out. I'm, I'm out of the group. And and that was just a huge downer for me that day. So that was like the first one. And the other one was I kept being asked to go back inside to go stay with the baby because she might wake up and want to eat. And you know, I just kept being told go inside go inside go inside and i don't want to go inside you know it's uh i mean yeah i get it that the main ceremony is over but i want to stay and like i want to speak to my friends i want to say hi to everyone i want to just hang and laugh and do stuff and i just kept being asked to go back and i felt i think i felt very resentful at that moment like okay why the hell did i just do this like what the hell is this what my life is going to be now i'm going to have to keep shanking things because i'm a mom and like thinking now i feel I, f- I feel like that could have been handled a whole lot better to be honest but um i mean someone else could have i could have asked someone else to stay with the baby in the meantime because i mean it wasn't like she wanted to eat the whole time she was asleep for quite a while so I could have asked someone else to stay with her inside while I went out, but you know, after the whole thing, I just got pissed and then I went in to just go stay with her the entire time. So by the time I was asked to like come see hi to people, I was feeling quite resentful and I was pretty much just going through the motions. So whatever good vibes I had all day, by the end of the day, I was just I was just feeling very pissed and angry and I think I tried not to put that on my baby I really, really tried not to put that on her but some part of me could not help it it was it was like oh it's because of you but at the same time too some part of my brain was like no it's not really because of her there are other ways to handle this but I was the one who got angry and just gave up on the whole thing I try not to blame myself and I try not to blame her, but as you can see, that's still an ongoing battle. So, yeah, I'm just gonna leave that there. So, yeah, um, post ceremony, uh, we, you know, we came back home and, you know, things were a lot um, quieter, so to speak, and it was a lot more routine ish you know back to my mom was with us and so was my grandma they stayed behind for a few days and um they you know they were quite helpful to be honest basically taking care of me taking care of the baby and just kept the house running i did my best to like prepare ahead for the baby by getting things around the house but i feel like they did a lot more for me there in terms of like making sure everyone was okay all of that so i didn't have forever been grateful for that but fortunately unfortunately they had to go back to their lives and work and things like that so um i'd say that 
I kind of, I mean, in my head, I was prepared for having my mom leave, but at the same time too, I was kind of dreading it because, I mean, I've, I've never done this before. So it was just natural, you know, it was really just natural, but I was trying to tell myself, you know, um, I can do this. I was just trying to psych myself really, but then at the same time too, being practical, oh, okay, I can actually bathe the baby. I can dress up for the baby. I can do the basics. I know when to feed her. You know, all of that I'd learned already, but I think the one I really just had to like perfect was bathing her really i mean i know how to bathe a baby before now but not like that size of a baby so like i had to practice often and things like that so um but you know i tried to get all of that down before my mom had to go back but i'd say fortunately though once my mom traveled back my father-in-law was quite insistent that we come back to their house to stay with them through that first few weeks because they really just wanted me to have the extra help to have that not for me and my husband to be out on our own trying to take care of the baby we could do it i still strongly know that we could have done it but it would it was just better to have someone else have more than one person have other people who could really really help and just be a part of the process so um i think i'm gonna stop there for today and i'll talk more about like what it felt like going over there and you know the the first couple of weeks to a couple of months i'll cover that in the next episode but um yeah so this is this is just it and if the story feels like it's all over the place i'm really just trying to to be honest and to to cover as much of the process as i can because in, in a way i really just want people to know and to understand how it felt like for me so that when you start to experience this thing so one of the reasons why i'm able to do this today is because i came to terms with the fact that i'm not alone feeling the way i did i'm not a horrible mom for feeling resentful initially it wasn't it's it's normal it's one of those things and being able to accept that was what helped me get past that feeling and like not not holding on to it or that anger or things like that so um it really would mean a lot to me that somebody who is in the process or somebody who has experienced this already is able to listen to my stories and see themselves in there one way or the other either by identifying with a particular feeling that i had or being able to relate to a particular experience that i had because that just tells me i'm not alone i'm not crazy and i'm hoping it tells that person to that you know they're not alone they're not crazy and they can always find a way to move past that feeling to grow through that process and really to become the best person for themselves for their family for their new babies and in and, and really just just you know not feel so isolated through everything and as much as you know their friends who could help their people who could help but to be honest everyone is busy everyone has other things or 
basically not everyone can relate honestly 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 so if this is what you find relatable i'm really just hoping that it has helped you in some way or the other so thank you once again for listening to today's episode it means so much to me and um Please share it with someone who you know might find this just as beneficial. And don't forget to rate, review, leave a comment, tell me what you think of the podcast, give me feedback, and let me know if there's something you'd like to know more. And if you'd like to be featured with your story or interviewed by me on this podcast episode, feel free to reach out to me at info at BU by Mojida. Or just go to my Instagram page, me underscore as underscore a underscore mom you can find the link in the show notes and um, send me a message and we will take it from there so thank you so much again for listening and um see you guys next episode enjoy bye